The Fourth Wall, Episode 26, Rob Hubel and Aaron Hayes. You're listening to The Fourth Wall, a podcast that takes you beyond the screen or the page and brings you into our conversations with the creative people behind your favorite movies, TV shows, comics, and more. My name is Daniel Kurland, and I'm a contributor and critic here at Den of Geek. Today, we're talking to two people who I think are some of the funniest comedians working today. Rob Hubel and Aaron Hayes have been instrumental forces in the field of alternative comedy. They can be seen all over the place, but they were both on Adult Swim's Children's Hospital for seven seasons. Now that Children's Hospital is making its surprise return via a new Netflix spinoff, Hubel and Hayes get to transition over from being part of the ensemble to now steering the ship. Netflix's Medical Police is dangerously hilarious, and I have the luxury to talk to its two leads about what it was like to bring this spinoff to life and how the zany new show differs from Children's Hospital. Rob Hubel and Aaron Hayes. Hi, Aaron. Hi, my name's Rob. I'm, uh, I'm on a TV show with you. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I'm not trying to tell you anything. I just don't. I'm not interested today. No, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not trying to, I'm just like, I'm telling you who I am. Oh. I mean, all right. Sure, man. You remember me? I'd have to see a picture, but probably? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you work with a lot of people, so it's hard to remember, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work with so many people. <laughs> Hi. Let's keep our, let's keep our dumb bit going. Well, uh, Aaron, Rob, again, thank you just for taking some time. I love this so much, and I've been a huge Children's Hospital fan, so this was such a treat to go through, and thanks. Yeah, of course. So I guess, like, first of all, like, how did the idea for all this come about? Like, was it something that you all had discussed for a while, or, like, did Netflix suggest it? Like, what got things moving? Um, I'll do all the talking on this interview. Um, <laughs> this is Rob. I think basically they looked at the cast of Children's Hospital and they said, who are the sexiest people? Like who has that it factor that's going to get people to binge? And obviously that's me. And they said, you know, uh, who else? And they said, Aaron, you know, they're the, uh, they're, the, they're the youngest, sexiest people on Children's Hospital. So that's, I think, how it came about. I am all on board with this answer. Um, 100%. Yes. And the real, and the real deal might be, I don't think it was, it didn't come from Netflix. It came from the crew of everybody wanting to dive back in, but explore it in a new, in a new way. You know, we, we did seven seasons of the 11 minute classic, 11 minute format. And like an opportunity to actually do a, series with an arc seems like a new and different way to explore these characters in this comedic tone and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then Netflix was where they landed. Cool. Was it fun? Like, because I think one of the biggest differences here is that obviously there is like a serialized storyline going through the whole thing and that you guys have like 22 minutes versus 11 minutes. Was it fun to have those kind of added pieces to play with? It was weird at first, right, Rob? I mean, I think you and I were both like, well, what, what, what about yes. in this particular moment? What's funny about this? And then they'd be like, no, this is just action. <laughs> yeah. 
it's definitely different to do a longer show that's actually like 30 minutes long. You know, mm-hmm. we used to do a show like Eric said that it was, you know, 11 minutes long with a commercial break, you know? So yeah, to really sort of spread that world out, but try to keep the tone of it, you know, like children's is pretty famous for just fucking absurd comedy, you know? And so we're trying to figure out, well, how do we do that in a longer format where we're actually trying to do something that people will really watch and really like on Netflix, you want people to like watch the next one. You have to watch the one after this, you know? Mm -hmm. So trying to figure out that element of like, how do we make this like a bingeable thing? And so the guys that produce Children's Hospital, Cordery and Stern and and, uh, this other great writer, Christer, um, what's Christer's last name? Johnson? Yeah. So they kind of broke this idea open of like, oh, well, what if we, made it this sort of action-y thriller, but with the same, you know, fucked up tone comedically. And, um, but yeah, it was a blast. I mean, because Aaron and I got to do a lot of the heavy lifting in this and basically sort of become action stars for this thing. So it was a total blast to do. I, I love so much that the first episode kind of like ostensibly operates as an episode of Children's Hospital, and then it kind of morphs into this new show. Was that always kind of how the first episode played out? Did you guys experiment with other approaches of starting the thing off? I mean, I, I bet they did, but I don't know. I, the, when I saw the script, it was pretty much as is. Obviously, some t- tweaks throughout like finalizing it happened, but I, I don't know that there's another way to do it rather than start off in the world that, that the audience knows with the characters that they know, and then kind of jump off the deep end into new uncharted territory for us. So I, I mean, that yes. would be more for the producers and the writers because I, I, I mean, personally, I didn't see it before it was what we, what we produced. Yeah, and Dan- Aaron, Daniel got to watch all ten of them, which is awesome. Oh, you but, did? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw them all. Yeah. Oh, awesome. But um, yeah, it's like um, I think it's that trick of trying to be faithful to the world that we have set up with the old show, but also just assuming that like a lot of people have never seen that, so you have to create this whole new thing that is totally independent of that and still super funny and cool. So pretty uh, tall order, I think. They wrote this like as a big, long thing. And so I think they always had this sort of structure in mind, you know. Rob, like you had written Children's Hospital episodes in the past. What, were you interested at all in, in doing any writing on this? Or was that ever on the table at all? Or I would love to if we do more of them. This <laughs> was sort of something that they had cooked up on their own. So I, I was, I think, shooting something else when they were working on this. But, um, yeah, if we do more of them, I would love to to be involved in the writing. It's such a fun world. I mean, we basically get to go all over the world in this first series. So it's a pretty fun world to romp around in, you know. So yeah. Yeah, I would love to, to be involved in the writing of it. Rob just mentioned how, how so much of the show is you jumping to different places across the globe as you're trying to solve this terrorist attack. And I, I thought that was a lot of fun, too. Was there ever any consideration of like having you guys undercover and doing a different accent for each country you were in or just like playing even further into that kind of global aspect of the season? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure that there was for this season. I definitely think that 
open for as these characters hopefully get a little bit better or learn a little more about what it is that they're doing in their role in medical policing, <laughs> that maybe then it will require, you know, leaves it open for more, um, for, for more fun, like in, you know, like that. Uh, but I'm not sure that there was a need for it in this season as these characters are truly just learning like, just making it all up as they go along. Right. Um, there's a little bit of that in, like, when we go to Italy and we have to um, sneak our way into that. You, like, steal the pass key from that woman and you're, like, you know, we're, yeah. like, trying to pretend like we work there. And you're, like, hello, we work here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, truly. There's a little... I think that um, accents and disguises might be a little sophisticated for, um, <laughs> That's for true. someone in Lola at this moment in time. Yeah. Yeah, what... we are... We're not the brightest bulbs in the medical field, in the medical world. Well, um, I, I, I kind of love that the season does a good job of fluctuating the dynamic between Lola and Owen of like who's the smart one of the duo and kind of who's the more clueless one. Was it just like, did you like how that was broken up with you guys? Like neither one of you is kind of playing one role through the whole thing. Yeah, it was it was nice to not have to sit in one uh, specific point of view for the entire time, like the smart one and the dumb one, mm-hmm. because that's also a dynamic in children's hospitals. You, you look back throughout seven seasons of that, each character is both incredibly smart and incredibly stupid given any moment, you know, at any given moment. So to get to continue that frees it up so that the comedy comes from different places it doesn't it's not always just one character being stupid and the other character rolling their eyes mm-hmm. i think too it's a lot of fun to have kind of a toolbox of like special skills that you didn't know these characters had like how the fuck do they know how to shoot guns and like you know they're like Aaron L- lola clearly doesn't you know she's like running down like firing like a cowboy up in the sky mm-hmm. uh and that one but then like but then you know there's like I guess I'm a I'm I'm a former cop, so I guess it would stand that I have some weapons training. Yeah, but then there's like some stuff where we're like breaking into offices and medical labs and stuff like that, and smashing through windows and jumping off of ledges and stuff like that. Like, how would these two idiots ever have those skills? Like, I it I just love the idea that like they're sort of just making it all up and flying by the seat of their pants. Right. Yeah. Well, there is, like, so much more action in this show, obviously, than Children's Hospital. Obviously, it's still very silly, but did you guys get to do any stunt work at all? Or, like, were you interested in kind of trying to handle that aspect of the production? Yeah, it was it was great. It, you know, I think we did as much as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely learned some sequences, threw our bodies around. And then there's... The aspect of you really shouldn't after a certain point because they're <laughs> for a living and they're just better at it. Like, yeah. if there's a complicated fight sequence, yeah, do some of it, but don't hurt yourself. And and it's going to look a little better when the professionals do it. Yeah, I have a I have a bad habit of wanting to do too much of that stuff. And um, David Wayne directed a lot of this, and um, I did a a pilot with him a long time ago where he asked me to do like this tiny little stunt and I ended up knocking myself unconscious and I had to go to the hospital. So I think, I think on this show he was like, yeah, we'll get some stunt people that look like you. 
but that said, we did have to do like a lot of fighting. Like we fight, I have to fight that, you know, uh, trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer woman that's coming out. I had to fight for a lot. We had to fight on the plane. We had to shoot a lot of guns and, um, you know, a lot of jumping through windows, climbing on ledges, stuff like that. There, there's a there's a big stunt where that uh, where we jump off, the and um, we were in Croatia, and so they cast these stunt people there that looked like us. And the woman was amazing. She was so physical and committed to jumping off this ledge. The guy was like being kind of weird. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't nailing it. <laughs> he wasn't nailing it. Yeah. So so Aaron Aaron looked awesome doing it. I look pretty lame doing it. And the guy's jumping off like a third. He's jumping from like four stories up. And he really had to do it, you know. And the woman was not scared at all. But the guy's so tender. He looks kind of like a pussy. And the girl looks like a total badass. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes with Lola and Owen. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. It's true. Sort of how we are in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I really love the way in which the show kind of weaves in guest appearances from children's hospital characters, and it really feels like how old spinoffs used to kind of operate. Of all the possible other shows, which would you like to see as its own potential spinoff, whether it's like Glenn in Florida or Blake in prison or Kat doing like impressions (laughs) of Charlie Chaplin and other silent (laughs) film stars? I know. I mean, can I answer all of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and deserves them all. The one with, I mean, Glenn's like living in a, in a retirement community and being like the go-to vaginal rejuvenation king. Uh-huh. <laughs> also like orgy support is pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, I would love to see a spinoff with Glenn's character living at a nudist resort and like, Selling like off-brand Viagra to old people so they can get it on, uh-huh. and that like everyone's naked all the time in Florida. You know, we drop into his house and there's like a full-on. I think he calls it like a crafting workshop or something, but it's a fuck party. You know, like everyone's naked. All these old people. My only regret is that we didn't have more naked old people in the show because <laughs> I do think people love to see naked old people. Uh, old and always penis is is very bingeable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess just last question, guys, like, do you have a favorite, uh, scene from the season or just like a moment that was particularly hard to get through that stands out? Um, there's two that stand out in my mind. One was we had way too much fun coming up with the shooting, like learning how to shoot guns in the hotel room. Yeah. It's a ludicrous idea too, that we're like, going to have target practice in our hotel room. So jumping around and creating that montage was way too fun. And then this stupid little sequence when we're going to find Neri and we just stood there. And remember how hard it was to get through, like, what are, are we doctors? How do we make, or why do we make money? Sell clothes on eBay. And like, it was so dumb. <laughs> and it was raining. So there was no time to do it. And it was one of these moments where we're like, we can do it. We can do it. Oh, God damn it, we can do it. And uh, it took us way too long to do because we were locked in so hard. Great. There's, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're like, Aaron is so funny and, like, so funny to work with that I fucking had a very difficult time getting through a lot of it. And, like, sometimes directors get pissed. Like, like you know, people are like, come on, we have to get through this. There's a part at the nudist resort where we're sneaking into the house at night and there's a guy sleeping. <laughs> There's a guy sleeping outside, 
there's like an old guy sleeping outside on the lawn chair. And um, so there's this whole thing where we're sneaking up to the house. And Ken Marino kept doing this thing where he would bend back this branch. We're all hiding in the bushes. He would bend back this branch and he would let it snap Aaron right in the face. And it fucking made me laugh every single... And it's such a throwaway joke. Like, you may not even catch it. Yeah. But we're just looking through this bush and then he, he releases this bush and just pops her right in the face. I started laughing so hard. And then there's another part where we have sex outside. And uh, um, it was just the least romantic, you know, oh, right. like we're, it was like we're shooting at like three in the morning. It was freezing cold. There's fake snow getting in our, our mouths and in our eyes. And we're trying to like make it kind of real. So it's not too jokey, but like I could not get through it. It was so, yeah. so funny to me. Um, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's a million, I, I can't yeah. about that. Like it's just, yeah. You know, when you're working with funny people, it's like just such a fun job. Okay, and that interview did get cut off there, but it sounds like Rob Hubel and Aaron Hayes have such a great working relationship as they've worked on Children's Hospital and now Medical Doctors. And Daniel Curland, one of our comedy contributors on Den of Geek, he watches a lot of things on Adult Swim and elsewhere. And he was nice enough to fill in as host for the last couple of episodes of The Fourth Wall. Now, that being said, this one did come out a little bit later than the normal Friday release every two weeks. And we've done that a couple times over the run of the podcast. But The Fourth Wall has been running now for a year. And we just have noticed that it actually fits a great niche for us to recognize those people behind the scenes that don't normally get a chance to share with the audience what they do for some of our favorite TV shows and movies and other things, but they're not always available every two weeks. So what we're going to do for the next bit of the podcast is just kind of take it as it comes, release an episode as we have someone to talk to. And that way it can just be more of a convenient thing that ties in a little bit better with whatever it is they're promoting. So timed to a specific release, for example. So you might not see us pop up in your feed quite as often, but we hope to continue to fill that niche that was the reason behind starting this podcast in the first place. But in the meantime, we hope you enjoyed this interview with Rob Hubel and Aaron Hayes of Medical Police. But that'll wrap things up for this episode. Come back later for the next edition of the podcast when we'll break through that fourth wall once again to talk to another creator or performer behind the entertainment that you love. Remember to follow Den of Geek on Twitter and Facebook at Den of Geek US. My name is Michael R. and you can follow me at Mike Sci-Fi. Find more content at denofgeek.com and thanks for listening. Join us again next time, Beyond the Fourth Wall.